A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. One of the most glorious features of the Fallout franchise is that the choices that you make are entirely down to you. So let's brace ourselves for what is most likely going to be equal parts darkly comic and also utterly horrifying as we look across the Fallout universe and find the exact moments that you went beyond just being bad. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are eight insanely evil choices that you can make in Fallout. Number eight, use a child to deliver a terrible message. Fallout 2. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Now this sentiment can best sum up John Bishop of the Bishop clan who can be found in Fallout 2. This power-hungry and ruthless leader will do anything possible to make sure he and his family are the most powerful force in New Reno. What this means to the protagonist of Fallout 2 is an opportunity to earn a lot of cash quickly in exchange for every single shred of humanity that you've got. But you see, John Bishop wants you to assassinate Frank Carson, the vice president of the NCR, which will help him destabilize the area and allow him to get his people on the inside. Now, how you do this can take a multitude of ways, but if you're feeling especially evil, you can approach Carlson's residence and speak to his son. Now, his son is a bit of a brat, by the way, with all the trappings of a spoiled rich kid, but that does not excuse putting a bomb into the kid's pocket, sending him to go fetch his father, and then detonating the device, killing both of them. So that's involving another innocent life and possibly putting countless others in harm's way, all for the sake of being that level of moustache-twirling evil that Dick dastardly dreams of, and it's hardly subtle to boot. Number 7. Sell out your own vault. Fallout 1. The first Fallout game begins with a deliciously simple plot that works wonders for its gameplay. With only 150 days to find a replacement water purification chip, the Vault Dweller has limited time to find, return, and fix the issue before Vault 13 completely dries up. This time mechanic works brilliantly in forcing the player to constantly be moving towards a clear end goal. However, as you may well know, Fallout isn't exactly a linear game, and thus it's very easy to become sidetracked, especially when you learn of the growing super mutant threat which may well spell the end of all vaults if not dealt with. However, you might look at these big green buff boys and fancy yourself as a like-minded individual. I mean, after all, they seem to shrug off radiation like it's nothing, are immensely strong, and of course are rocking that bold-headed egg look. I mean, sure, you won't ever have kids again thanks to being sterile, but hey, humanity hasn't exactly been that great elsewhere, has it? 
So instead of simply ignoring the Vault 13 issue, why not actively be a terrible person and tell the Master, the leader of the Super Mutants, of its location? By doing this, you get the bad ending as you watch a group of Super Mutants storm the Vault and obliterate every man, woman and child in there. Well, that'll teach you for not letting us back in overseer, you smug git. Number 6. Burning Harold Alive Fallout 3 Harold is something of a true wasteland legend when it comes to the Fallout franchise, appearing in nearly every game in the series up until, well, something that the player can have a hand in. Being just five when the Great War erupted and forced people inside their vaults, Harold somehow survived and made it to the surface to begin trading with those left alive. After a series of mishaps and adventures, he became exposed to the FEV and began to mutate. However, unlike the rest of those who came into contact with the FEV, he began to ghoulify and never reached super mutant status, retaining his mental facilities. After this, he travelled the wasteland, meeting numerous Fallout protagonists and even getting a new friend in the form of a tree called Bob, which began to grow out of his head. Over the years, Bob grew and grew until one day Harold could move no more and became rooted to the very floor. Now, Somehow, when the player stumbles across him in Fallout 3, he's become a deity to a ton of tree worshippers who want to protect a green oasis that Harold's body has helped to cultivate. So that's the story of Harold. As you can see, poor guy, he's got a tree in his head, he's in constant pain, and has experienced so, so much. And when you finally talk to him, he asks you to put him out of his misery, and you're given several options to ease his suffering, which you can totally ignore and set the being alight with a flamethrower, earning a ton of negative karma and turning everyone in the area against you. Woof. Number 5. Eat. The. Baby. Fallout 3. The Pit. Now, not to disappoint the uh, baby eaters in the audience, but this actually is a choice that can only be accessed through a mod in the game. However, because it gives the player an option to quite literally eat a baby, I think you'll understand why it's here. The cannibal perk is pretty much what it says on the tin, in that it gives the player a chance to eat corpses to regain health. Naturally, if anyone sees you doing this, they will react in disgust. And side note, I don't think it's because you just didn't season it. So what does this have to do with eating babies? Well, friends, thanks to the Pit DLC, we were given the chance to actually carry a baby as part of the core narrative, and Marie, the child in question, actually offers a difficult moral choice when it comes to finding a cure for a virus that's infecting the rest of the Pit's population. Yet, if making tough choices makes you hungry, why not simply eat the child, which was an option added into the game thanks to the fan base, meaning that neither side wins. I mean, there's no dispute that this is a horrendously evil choice, because not only are you eating a baby, but you've chosen to do so by installing a mod. That is dedication to being a dick. Number four, helping Malcolm in Far Harbor, Fallout 4. Helping people is par for the course in Fallout, as there are many, many people that need a hand. However, before you roll up your sleeves and pitch in, maybe let's take a closer look at the quest giver's motives, because while Malcolm here sure does look like a fellow in need, his motives are utterly disgusting. Because you see, he's a cannibal. I wonder if he also ate a baby. Technically, he's a cannibal that's gone utterly mad after exposure to the fog in Far Harbor, but his request will clear any fog of doubt that you will have of him being a good person, because he wants you to help him lure people into the mist so that he can kill and then eat them. All this because apparently the settlers that are on their way to this location are trespassing on his territory. Now, remember that the trespassers in this case are those who are looking to establish a better life for themselves in an already challenging condition, many of which are desperate enough to leave the relative safety of the central harbour town in the first bloody place. Yet you can, for a handful of caps, turn the remainder of their lives into a horror movie as a cannibal stalk 
stalks them from the mist and devours them. Number three, exploding captured wastelanders. Fallout 3. When you look at the wasteland, no matter where you are in the world, there is one thing that connects it all, and that is that it's f***ing disgusting. And I'm not talking about all of the horrible mutations that populate the wasteland, although side note, centaurs, ooh, but instead about the vile acts of humanity, or lack thereof, that you can experience or even take part in. So of course, slavery and human trafficking is going to be the backbone of most horrible experiences, and you will find many examples of factions exploiting their fellow men and women in the worst possible ways. You might rightly see this as a chance to free these downtrodden people, to give them the liberties that were so wrongly taken. Or, if you are an utter dick, and I must really stress this, completely evil person, you can find captured wastelanders in Fallout 3 who can't escape due to a bomb collar around their necks, tell them that you've deactivated it, and then watch them run off, only to have their head pop like a grape. There's a sick sense of humour on display here, but it's a punchline that only the most evil of players will ever get a kick out of. Number 2. Becoming the Child Killer Fallout 2 Sometimes there's nothing more evil than simply destroying innocence, and you can't get more on the nose about the subject than by literally killing children in Fallout 1 and 2. Now, Once Bethesda took the reins of the series, offing the little sprogs was out, no matter how annoying they made the Jarls kids in Skyrim, because I think it goes without saying that child killing is a bad thing. However, back in the days of Fallout 1 and 2, the gallows humour of being able to do such a terrible act was indeed present in the game, and even came with its own air quote rewards by the fact that you could get the child killer perk which makes everyone hate you and even bounty hunters now randomly appear to hunt you down. Well, I did say air quotes reward. Even if you manage to outlast the cloud of bullets and plasma fire heading your way, buying supplies and ammo will now cost you greatly because now vendors will have increased their prices and persuasion checks are now 30% harder because again, you are a child murderer and everyone hates you. The game even has this as part of the perk's description by stating, you evil, evil person. And number one, giving a child a loaded gun, Fallout 2. Fallout 2 is littered with interesting and often hidden side missions and events, and one of these, while starting innocently enough, ends up in a child massacre. Yeah, it's pretty grim. Should you travel to the right estate in New Reno, you'll find some kids playing a game. Asking them what they're up to, they'll respond that they are play fighting and pretending to be the metal men that they've seen in the desert. One of the kids then says that he'll take you to the hideout of the metal men and the treasure they keep there. However, there's just one catch. You see, the game that they're playing isn't convincing enough, and they want to up the ante with a real gun to play with. You can, of course, give them an unloaded gun, but should you be evil to the core, you can willingly hand over a live firearm in exchange for the information. After witnessing the transaction between the Enclave and a local gang, and taking your ill-gotten goods, you can return to the estate to find four pools of blood, indicating that the game took on a much more deadly turn thanks to your choices. Grim. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.